Welcome to the Primal Potential Podcast. I am your host, Elizabeth Benton Thompson. If you want to create change in any area of your life, you're in the right place. Together, we'll explore the strategies and tools I've used to lose over 100 pounds, pay off $130,000 in debt, and become a multiple seven-figure business owner. I've supported more than 3,000 women to levels of execution and fulfillment they didn't know were possible. Together, we'll break your past patterns and eliminate the appeal of your excuses so you can get consistent, stay consistent, create the results you want, and enjoy the journey. Let's get started. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Primal Potential Podcast. I am Elizabeth Benton. I'm going to share something that I learned a couple months ago with you. I actually learned a new word, and my understanding of the word, of the concept, how I interpret it, I think can help all of us, myself included, make change easier. Because if you're listening to this show, there's probably some area of your life where you would like things to be different, and there's some struggle that you experience that is why it's not different. And in fact, we actually kind of talked about this concept without the word last week when we were talking about perspectives on pleasure versus pain. So let me let me bring you up to speed. This probably won't be a long episode, but I don't think it needs to be. Sometimes even myself, I think, oh, that's too short to be a podcast. But I'm like, is it though? Is it though if it's enough to, to help people understand something better or shift something more easily? So a couple months ago, I was watching this podcast and there was an army vet on the podcast telling a story about how he learned this word, this concept really, from his commander. And he explained it by telling this story. He and his platoon were out on some training exercise when his commander held something up. And as he held this thing up, he, he asked the troops, what is this? It was a map. And they all kind of said, that's a map. Then the commander said, never confuse this, shaking the map, with this. And he stomped his foot on the ground. Never confuse the map with the dirt, the terrain, the ground. Never confuse how you think it should look, how you think it should be, your idea of it, your expectations with what is real. And the word for that is reification. Reification, R-E-I-F. I-C-A-T-I-O-N. If we look at the actual Webster's definition of the word reify, right? Because reification is like the process of reifying. The actual dictionary definition is to consider or represent something abstract as a concrete thing. Basically to like give definite content to an idea. And and reification is the process of doing this. Considering something that is an idea or a concept as something that is concrete. The map is an idea. It's a concept. It's a representation. It's an interpretation. The ground, the terrain, 
That is what is real. And to an extent, my the way that I interpret this for day-to-day life and, and what we do here in creating change, I think we're doing this all the time. We're, we're mistaking an idea for something that is real and concrete. And because we're doing it and because to a large extent we don't yet know we're doing it, it creates problems that we could otherwise avoid. Now, I said we kind of talked about this last week. And while it might not be the exact same thing, you know how I was saying last Monday on the podcast that your perspectives of pleasure and pain kind of determine what you're drawn to and what you avoid or what you're averse to? The, if you're building a business, I think that was one of the examples I gave last Monday, and you have the, the perspective that it's painful, that it's hard, that you don't know what you're doing, that you're overwhelmed, that's a concept. It's an idea. It's abstract. It's your interpretation. It is not real, though, right? Your idea, your sense of things, your perspective, that's the map. And so many people are confusing the map with the dirt, They're thinking that because I see it this way and because I perceive it this way, it actually is this way. But it's not, right? When you believe that it is a real, concrete, tangible thing, you believe something is in your way, but it's not. You've just convinced yourself, usually unconsciously, that a concept based on your perspective is a real thing. Just today, I got an email from somebody that I'm working with to build a business, to build a a side hustle. And she shared a number of challenges that she's having. She was like, I have all these ideas. And ultimately, I'm frustrated because I go between thinking I should do all of these big, great things And then sometimes thinking I should just focus on myself and not do those things. And she said, so I'm stuck and I can't move forward. And I said, you're not stuck and you can move forward. You've stopped and that's all together something different. That's what I'm talking about here. We have some perspective. She has this perspective that because she has all of these different competing thoughts, that she is stuck and paralyzed and unable to move forward. And she confuses that perspective that is one of many possible perspectives as a real concrete barrier, as a a real problem. And it's not. It's not. She's just convinced herself that her perspective is reality and it is not reality. It's invented. Money limitations. This is a huge one that I see from people like, I'd love to work with you, Elizabeth, on XYZ, but I can't afford it. I understand that you might not have the dollars in your bank account, but what you can afford or not afford, that is A, a perspective based on your interpretation and your assessment, but also a total, totally movable thing. It's not a fixed thing. It's not a concrete thing. So it's nothing that you are stuck behind. Less than 10 years ago, I had well over $100,000 in debt, closer to $150,000 in debt. Maybe I had a few thousand dollars in savings, like between two and two and $3,000 max in savings. 
And even though I was making decent money, I was living paycheck to paycheck. The paycheck would come in, the bills would get paid, there was very little left over afterwards. I had no plan, I had no special skills, I had no resources, I had no connections, my mom wasn't giving me money. And still, I dramatically changed that situation in a relatively short period of time, a few years, because I understood that where I was at that time was not fixed. It wasn't real. It wasn't, abs- it wasn't absolute. It wasn't concrete. But people don't move when they don't understand that they can move. Same thing with people's views on their past. I run into this with my clients in the consistency course all the time. I can't tell you how many times I talk to people who feel like the way things have been have some actual hold on them, some actual limitation. They're a barrier, but they're not. That's, that's not how it is. I don't care if you've got a 25-year, 40-year pattern. It does not have any hold on you. That's all in your head. Because you're confusing your perspective or your ideas with reality. Your interpretation is not reality at all, not even close. And a lot of us, especially if we don't recognize that this is a possibility, can't let go of the mental model they're subscribed to, like all or nothing thinking. That's not real. That's a mental model. And there are a million other mental models. There's this school of thought that if you really want to be very successful or super skilled in one area, that instead of learning specific things, like instead of learning specific things about finances or instead of learning specific things about architecture, What you really have to learn is bigger picture mental models because those operate as frameworks to think good quality thoughts and make great decisions. And mental models are everywhere. All or nothing is a mental model. It's not some limitation that you have on yourself. It's just a mental model you've subscribed to. And there are many other mental models you can subscribe to. I'll start tomorrow. That's a mental model. It's not a real problem. But a lot of people perceive that it is. I could give a million other examples, but I don't think I need to. What I think a lot of people are wondering is like, so what do I do? Okay, so I realize I'm too attached to the mental model. I realize I've confused what is my perspective with, with what is actually real, but how do I change this? Personally, what I have found to be not only most effective, but most accessible, like the easiest thing to implement, are a series of questions. And one of the basic ones that I use all the time is, what other perspectives are there. Let me give you a, a silly example of how this this uh, this works in my life. I am trying to make a plan for being able to work out from home safely once the twins are born. And when I say safely, I mean, you know, throwing dumbbells or doing box jumps, not literally throwing dumbbells, but you know what I mean, like doing 
thrusters or anything like that where dumbbells are moving around quickly with three babies, especially, a, you know, almost 18 month olds at that time. Uh, not, not a safe situation, but I want to be able to do it from home because exclusively breastfeeding twins and trying to work and all these other things, just trying to get to a gym is a, is a hurdle that I can remove for myself. And after discussing for months now with Chris, I was really feeling like we don't have space for a, for a gym at home. Like we just, we just don't have space. And so, you know, what do, what do we do? We like move, you know, which is totally in the cards. We've, we've talked about that before. I think I even told you a few months back, we put an offer in on a house and we didn't get it. Um, but when I feel like I have a perspective of limitation, it's not a real limitation. It's not true that we don't have space here. That's my perspective. So I ask the question, what other perspectives are there? And there are perspectives like, well, there is space. I just need to be more creative about it. What are some spaces that might not be ideal, that might not be dedicated to this, but would work? And the answer there is like my bedroom certainly wouldn't fit in everything that I want it to, but it's but it's an option on the table. My office, we could change that up and, and turn that into a gym. But also there are perspectives like we could buy a large shed and outfit that, and that is something that we could do relatively quickly. I ask that question to start seeing, even if I don't like the options, even if I don't choose the options, the practice is to think outside the way I've been thinking. So one of the questions that I use to help me do this and break through this is, what other perspectives are there? You might initially think, I don't know. Remember, I don't know is where we start. It is not where we stop. So many people, I'll ask them a question and they don't know and then they're like, done. <laughs> That's the end of it. I, well, I'm not sure. Uh, come on. You've got to be more tenacious than that. You've got to be more committed than that. If I had five bad ideas, what would five bad ideas be? You know, if I had five stupid ideas, if I had five crazy ideas, if I had five ideas I don't like, challenge yourself. If you stop it, I don't know. You're just choosing not to do the work. That's how that is. Another question I ask myself is, are there people who see this differently than I do? For example, with time. I don't have time to organize the way that I want to organize. You know, I'd love my pantry to be different or the downstairs closet or the closet in the mudroom or any number of these things. And like, I don't have time because I'm either taking care of Roman or I'm working or I'm freaking exhausted from this pregnancy. Are there people who see this differently? For sure. There are people who are like, hire that shit out. Don't do that yourself. Hire some organizer person. Now, that might not be the option I choose, but what it does is it helps me see that my perspective is one option of many. It's not real. It's not concrete. It's not fixed. It's out there. You know, and when I think thoughts like either I don't want to spend that money or I can't afford X, Y, Z, I ask myself, well, what are some ways 
that I could think about that differently. Like it's not just the money that I have in my account right now. What are some ways I can make for whatever it is that I want. Is there somebody else who would see that differently? What other perspectives are there? And if I'm struggling with that question, are there people who see that differently? I'll ask, how about people who have success where where I want to have success? Like there are some moms that I follow on social media and they have multiple small children and they still run a business or they still work out every day or any number of other things. Like how do they probably think about working out or time or priorities or any number of other things? If, I, if I'm feeling boxed in by the way I'm thinking about something, what other perspectives are there? Are there other people who see this differently? What about people who have success in an area where I want to have success? Or if you know somebody really well, especially somebody who you admire or aspire to move in the direction of, if you know somebody well, like, what would somebody else say about this? What perspectives would they have? And also, don't be afraid to ask. That's one of the big benefits for me that came out of being in masterminds is even though I'm not like close friends with a lot of the people, I certainly am with some of them for sure, but even the ones that I'm just acquainted with, I'm comfortable enough with them. I've had enough experience with them that I can reach out and say, if you were facing this obstacle or challenge, how might you think about it? How would you approach it? Are there questions you would ask yourself? And it's okay if you don't have people from masterminds to ask that to. Ask in the Primal Potential Facebook group. That's a freaking incredible place to ask. There's so much experience and wisdom in that group. Or ask your spouse or a sibling or a colleague Ask on your own Facebook page. Get a bunch of perspectives. Understand that, you know, some people are negative or critical or cynical, and that's totally fine. We get to choose perspectives. But I think this is happening a lot, and I think it's a big factor in why so many people struggle, that they lock into their perception as it is a real thing, a real barrier, a real problem, when it's just the mental model they've chosen, and there are other mental models that they can choose. I'd love to know what you think about this. I'd love to know if it's shifted anything for you. And I'd love to see you asking these questions of yourself and to each other to help break through because life is short and we do not have to stick with the same struggles. Talk to you soon. Thanks so much for listening to today's show. If you enjoyed it, make sure to take a few seconds to leave a rating and review on whatever platform you're listening. It not only supports the show in a huge way, but it also automatically enters you into our weekly product giveaway. For more tools, tips, and strategies on creating change, check out my first book, Chasing Cupcakes, and follow me on Instagram at Elizabeth Benton. Remember, every choice is a chance, and I'll see you next time.